1: Searching for something To put a smile back on your face Just remember in unusual times It can come from an unusual place You need a partner for the ride Cause everybody needs a climb to set your worries to the side Just ask, say the word Taught me. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience.
2: Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? I am
3: very, very excited for today. Um, we love our bonus pod in uh, Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. And I think this one is like the ultimate. Bonus pod, because it combines two of our favorite things. Um, Well, three, podcasting, (laughs) Boy Meets World, and astrology.
2: So um, here we are. Here we are. Big day, big day. Yes. Anybody who knows us knows that we cannot help but talk astrology and probably almost... All of our podcasts, every, like it's at least it brought up. up once in every single podcast. I, someone should take a drink every single time we talk about you being a Pisces. They would probably yeah. be drunk every episode. I mean, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. And we can't do this alone because I feel like if it's just us talking astrology, we already know enough about it, right? So, mm-hmm. what's more fun than having two people on who know everything about Boy Meets World and nothing about astrology? I felt like that was, it's the perfect combination, Um, and we've been on their podcast, in case you guys have already listened. Uh, We were on Boy Meets World Fever, so today we invited on Chance and Cameron to learn all about astrology through the lens of Boy Meets World. Hey guys, how you doing?
4: Hi. Hey, good to see you. Uh, I'm Chance, just in case you didn't know my voice, and
5: I would mean I'm Cameron. (laughs) process of elimination. Uh-huh.
2: Yes. So they also have a Boy Meets World podcast. We went on and we talked uh, My Date with the President's Daughter not too long ago. Um, and they know a lot about Boy Meets World. So we thought it would be so fun to kind of go over astrology with them, give them a little bit of beginner's lesson in astrology, and then kind of sort, if you will, the characters into uh, respective, you know, sun signs or astrological signs.
4: Yeah. Yep, that is the idea, and it sounds like a lot of fun.
5: We are idiots. We know nothing.
4: I know I'm a Scorpio,
5: I think.
3: There we go. I feel like yeah.
5: most, most of what I know about astrology, I learned from Final Fantasy Tactics, oh. which it doesn't really bother to teach you anything about it. It's just a, a thing. Interesting. Okay. So I know what the signs are, pretty much, and that's yeah, about it. I might know what all of them are.
0: Mm. So... Let's
3: start off with just talking about our like Jess and I's like knowledge or how we got into astrology. Um, so for me, I was always lightly into astrology ever since like middle school, high school. I think it starts off as like looking in your J14 magazine and saying what is my horoscope for the month Mm -hmm. um that's probably like my beginner's intro to astrology then it got into like who am I compatible with like what high school boyfriend will I should I get um honestly there were no high school boyfriends so I don't know why I was so concerned (laughs) but um I can (laughs) only
2: date this sign yeah, which like, really which sign
3: is your most compatible sign? So I think that's where it started. Um, then when I was 18, um, the day I turned 18, I got a tattoo, and it was my astrological sign. So um, probably not the best thing, because I just picked it off of a board, and now I regret it. But ultimately, what um, how I react or how I relate to astrology now, I'm the type of person that always likes to learn more about myself, learn more about Others And I use this as a good tool to continue learning about me and then like using it to guide my life and just getting like an introspective look at myself. And Mm -hmm. then in addition to that, on a deeper end, I also am not a very religious person. So it helps me um, connect to a more spiritual level for myself so it just helps me guide myself into a belief um Mm -hmm. so uh, that you know i can connect i can connect to you on a more spiritual level so um how about you jess what is your like How'd you get into astrology? Yeah,
2: I'd say probably around when I was in college. I can't think of like what exactly sparked my interest, but I really love like those personality tests like Myers-Briggs, Enneagrams, astrology. I think they're all very similar in that like, You don't necessarily need to like have it guide your entire life, but it's just a really fun lens to like look at the world through and kind of get to know people through. Like I feel like reading people's charts and finding out their sun signs and moon signs and all of that can really give you an idea of who somebody is. Um, Obviously, not every single thing is going to apply to everybody, but I do think that you can find um, information about yourself through astrology. And I think that's a really fun thing about it. Um, I don't take it like super seriously But I do think it's fun just to learn about people Again, through astrology, through that that lens um, And I, I'm someone who like really connects with my chart specifically I feel like it really describes exactly who I am um, So it's just something that like if somebody knows astrology It's very easy to describe myself through that without. Yeah. It's like the shortest way It's a very succinct way of describing myself Um, So I think it's a lot of fun And I'm really really excited to kind of Explore and and teach Two new people you know what Anything about astrology give them a little bit of a taste Of astrology without going too deep Too deep because there are It's like an
3: onion there are levels And levels and levels to This thing Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to say that Like I'm sorry If some people who are listening think that We could be witches we're not witches Um (laughs) and like i wish
5: we were <laughs> cool. and i'm
3: sorry cool. if you hate it but it's like totally fine like my own fiance freaking hates astrology it's because he's a capricorn it's be- but it's because he's a capricorn <laughs> which it's like what but like he hates it he doesn't believe in it he thinks it's complete bullshit like he mocks me about it mm-hmm. but um so like i totally get both sides of it however there are so many eerie coincidences when you dig down the rabbit hole um mm-hmm. that like some of these things you just like can't deny so yeah. mm-hmm. um chance and cameron i know you guys are beginners you both know like your sun sign right mm-hmm. are you would you say you guys are like do you think that like you think are you on the level of it's complete bullshit or like on the level of like i have no idea i'm fine with other i you can't offend me so i just want to know like on the scale of like this is the fucking like stupidest thing i've ever heard of to like you know i just like don't know and i have an open mind like where are we on the scale
4: um i think most of my life i would have been on the it's complete bullshit like train Mm -hmm. um but in my adulthood especially like I feel like you become an entirely different person after 25. <laughs> That's fair, yeah. yeah. And thank goodness. <laughs> thank goodness. And in <laughs> my um in the last like 7ish years, I've been like, you know, who's to say? Like I mean, the time of year you're born in has more of an impact on your personality than you think, where you're born, like stuff like that. Yeah, sure, why not. Um We we both grew up in kind of the more conservative part of the country where they probably would say we were practicing the devil's devil. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we probably, we weren't exposed to it very much. Um, but now like anything that helps me examine myself and like know myself better is something like I'm totally for. So like, like you said, Myers-Briggs and those things aren't to me like gospel. Like they're not like absolute, but there's things that I can like check myself with and be like, is this true about me? Is this not like, even as much as, like, your Harry Potter house. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's a big 100%. joke. Millennials know their Harry Potter house. Um, oh, wait. Okay, but, then before
2: we
3: continue, we should probably talk about which Harry
2: Potter houses were in. Oh, yeah. I think that would be fun, too. So, what do you guys know what houses you would be in?
5: Yeah, oh, um, absolutely. We do. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> um, yeah. I know what House Chance is in. He's a Slytherin. I am a and Slytherin. he hates the fact that he's a Slytherin.
4: I'm a Slytherin who hangs out with like solely Hufflepuffs. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. So that would again yeah. process of elimination. I'm a Hufflepuff. Mm, yeah, okay. he is a Hufflepuff.
2: Yep. I am a uh, that Gryffindor. That I was telling you about earlier I'm also I'm the novel. truest blue Gryffindor ever. I've only ever gotten Gryffindor in a test. I wouldn't expect yeah. to ever get anything else. Yeah, no. Only a
3: Gryffindor talks about being a Gryffindor as much as Jess talks about being a Gryffindor. <laughs> like,
2: for well, real. You can't be in any other house. Like, it's yeah. impossible. And I'm a...
5: I'm it's just right
4: there.
2: I'm a Ravenclaw, yeah. right, Jess? Absolutely right? not. No. Sarah's a Slytherin.
3: 100%. <laughs> Exposed exposed. It's okay No it's I'm okay. proud of it I, I mean I like come to terms with it It's like all good Like Pottermore might be a scam But you know what are we gonna do It told me told me twice And there's
2: uh, definitely yeah. some aspects There's no denying yeah. And, and it, that's what I think is I've, fun about it it's yeah. like It's like you were saying It's really a good way to kind of check yourself And realize like wow Maybe I do have some of these flaws And it's something I can work on and I think if you're looking mm-hmm. at it, like, as long as you're not treating it as gospel, like you said, I feel like it's just a fun way to kind of examine your personality and people that you know's personalities. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. And I feel like the both of us kind of growing up, especially in college, like the groups we were a part of were really into, like, personality stuff. Like, the yeah. four humors was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I said huge really weird. Um, it was you're it okay. was huge. Um, but... But I feel like people would take that and just kind of box themselves in and be like, oh, I'm this way, including all the negative stuff. But that's just who I am. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you can be aware of those more negative aspects of yourself and work to improve. You can't just be like, well, I'm a a nine on the Enneagram. So I'm going to just avoid all conflict and like sit back and just kind of tune the world out because I just want peace. And it's like, no, like I need to know that about myself so that I can do something about it yeah. and know that I'm just going to be harder for me to do something about it. But if something's worth it, Like I need to I need to push past that part of myself.
2: Right. And I think that's true, like especially because while obviously like your astrological chart is dictated by, you know, when you're born, where you're born, all of those things. It doesn't mean that like other things wouldn't affect your life. Right. Like if you had a huge traumatic Mm -hmm. experience in your life, that's obviously going to impact, you know, what your personality is going forward. Maybe your reaction to that. Traumatizing event would you know change depending on your astrological chart but I think that like there's room for people to grow I think like your base reaction is like what your signs say but then like you know how you change and how you proceed with that can completely change even if your gut reaction is to be angry about it because you're such and such a sign. It's like, well, you can grow and learn from it. Um, No, I really Mm -hmm. like the the way you guys are saying that. I totally agree with that approach to astrology. I don't think it necessarily needs to be, like, this is the Bible of astrology, and you follow it or you don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I would say- I am
4: a Scorpio, thus I cannot do these things. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever they are, we
5: don't know.
3: (laughs) Well, I would say that a true astrologer would say that part of- what happens within your life is in a way dictated in the stars. So it's not like so it's kind of like pre-written, like you go through some of these things because you have this sort of placement, which we'll get into. This is kind of like further down the layers. So I'm just going to say that like, An astrologer would disagree with that. They would say, like, Mm -hmm. this is happening to you because it's within your chart. And that's like that's like how much you believe in predictive astrology, which I I honestly like I don't get into that much. But um, that's something that could um, some people, some astrologers or some people could argue that it's because of this or like some things in your life happened because of this placement which Mm -hmm. is neither here nor there. So um, Mm -hmm. we're gonna break it down. We have a couple of different sections, and yes, we will get into Boy Meets World, of course, but the first being the elements. Okay. So within astrology, there are four different elements, kind of like Pokemon. You got Earth, Air, Fire, and Water. So first we have our Earth signs, which are Capricorn, Virgo, and Taurus. And I always say, like, these signs make the world go round. Like, if it weren't for these guys, like, nothing would get done. We would all be a mess. Like, they keep us organized. They keep us on task. They um, are, like, the more practical ones. So if it wasn't Mm -hmm. for them, I always
2: say we would be freaking doomed. Absolutely, yes. Yes. Um, next up are the air signs they're more like heady uh, they use their minds a lot they're more creative probably than the rest of them and those are Aquarius Libra and Gemini um, so that's kind of they're, they're, all, they're all the air signs yes so um, when you said right that dude, I was yes like, Cameron, Cameron is Cameron is, Cameron is a Libra yes um, and then Sarah you can go okay. ahead with water so water Some would
3: say that this is the best of the crop. Only Um, a water sign. No, only of the water sign. (laughs) Actually, this is probably the group that most people almost hate the most, like sadly. But these are um, water signs are Pisces, Cancer and Scorpio. And they are the most emotional, but they're also the most empathetic. They're like caring souls, but
2: like they're always in their feels. Yes, 1,000%. Okay. Uh, and last but certainly not least, if I do say so myself, are the fire <laughs> signs. Biased. Uh, <laughs> that is Sagittarius, Aries, and Leo. They are all about action. They're very passionate. Uh, they're usually leaders. They tend to be kind of the people in charge. Usually the loudest person in the room. Usually, usually the bossiest sign. person in the room. The bossiest person in the room tends to be a fire <laughs> sign. Um, yeah, and I think that also if if anybody's a fan of like the show Avatar, The Last Airbender, like you could also kind of relate it to that in a lot of ways as well um so those are kind of the I'm main ang- four four groups there that like like say we saying pokemon avatar there's a lot of even even as much as like harry potter like you can kind of one-to-one do comparisons of those different groups um and mm-hmm. so do you guys have any questions on on those four groups
5: no no i mean that makes sense yep
2: Okay, so now we can go into sun signs, which we talked a little bit about. So Chance is a Scorpio sun and Cameron is a Libra sun. Um and we're going to go one by one through the different the 12 different signs um and kind of give you very base level understandings of like w- the stereotypical version of that sign what they would be. Um Sounds great? Yes. Yeah. So we're going to start with Aries, which was a fire sign. Um they are impulsive. They are like the most chaotic of all of the signs. They're very passionate. Um, they're very uncomplicated. They're very blunt. Like, they take things very literally, black is what and I would white. say. Yes, yeah. very black and white. They're a little they, bit like Tasmanian devil style, so just kind of like all over the place. Yeah, like, I would I, never want to cook in a kitchen with one because it would be like a mess when you're done Yeah,
3: they can yeah, they they can also be their leaders their natural leaders because they're the first Sign in the zodiac. So this is like going in order. Number one is Aries. So they're the leaders of the crop um, okay. Some like negative aspects is that they can be um, Like pretty fiery. They're like not like they they're fine with fighting. Like they would, you know, the expressions like they choose violence. Like they would rather. Yes. They they're like they come with their boxing gloves and they're never gonna turn down an argument.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Absolutely. Um, Sarah, do you want to do Taurus? Yeah. So, um, Taurus are their sign is the bull. So like quite like a bull, they can be stubborn, but they're also like very dependable. They're hardworking. These signs are like known to be foodies, um, mm-hmm. so uh, they also like like they're more like of a homey. Like they're typically like more of like a home. Not like there's another sign that is like the ultimate like homemaker and like likes to be at home. But they they're like more like introspective. They like to be home, yeah. but they like comfort. Yeah, comfort. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they yeah, they're definitely stubborn. They're they're definitely like stuck in their ways. Um,
2: They don't like change. So, yes. Um, Next up is Gemini, which is one of the air signs. Um, They're known for being really intelligent, very curious, but they can be indecisive. When people talk about Geminis, they tend to call them two-faced Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily like that would be like a very negative way to talk about a Gemini.
3: Okay, my only thing is that I would say that they're very tricky. Like you think you can know a Gemini and you think that you like understand them. But the thing is, is you can never really know a Gemini because they're very mysterious. There's so much under the surface. So you think you have one thing with a Gemini and you're living your best life. And then next thing you know, they like turn on a dime and it's like something totally different. So it's like that's the only thing with Gemini is like you can never truly know, a, yeah, what, what a Gemini or...
2: is thinking. Yeah, that's fair. Okay, um, next up, uh, Sarah, do you want to do cancer? Okay. I love cancers,
3: cancers are like the natural, like, mothering, nurturing sign, they're um imaginative emotional but they're like moody not moody in the sense of angry moody just like moody they're so think of them as like a crab like they can be crabby um my best friend is a cancer and I always call her like the queen crab because she's like (laughs) (laughs) she should just get very very crabby (laughs) like she's like you know but she has like a harder exterior but a very soft like interior and it's Mm -hmm. only because like, you know, they, they can just, they're one of the more moodier signs. They're like one of the
2: three moodiest signs. Right. Because they're a water sign. My dad is a cancer. And the way I describe it, like there's three different water signs, all with different types of being emotional. And my dad, like he's not a sad person, which sometimes you think of with emotional. He gets very heated, like very quickly. And it takes almost nothing to like throw off his emotions. And so that's kind of how I would describe a cancer is a bit more like that. Uh, they love other water home. signs. This is the sign that I was talking about. They're like very
3: like home oriented. So they're very family oriented, mm-hmm. but they're also home oriented. Like you like they love being with their family. They love like just staying like in with like their significant other and their children. If you have a cancer mother, you're blessed. Like mm-hmm. that's like a nurturing, nurturing mom. <laughs>
2: Yes, um, that's probably one of the best moms you could have is a cancer mom in terms of like being uh, like empathetic and connecting with nurturing. their child. Yes, yeah, nurturing the main thing child, is nurturing. Yeah. Um, the next up on the list is (laughs) Leo, which is what I am. Um, Leos are, in my opinion, the ultimate fire sign. They're extremely outgoing, very passionate. Um, but one of the biggest faults that they can have is they're a bit narcissistic. So they pretty much are selfish and think about themselves a lot of the time and they really want the spotlight a lot of the time. So they're going to be the loudest person in the room and they're usually going to want the most attention. Um, which isn't always a great thing. I personally really like it. But, <laughs> but you'll see a lot of uh, leaders, a lot of bosses, a lot of uh, like people, famous people type of things like in as a Leo, because they just really love attention. They love the spotlight. The The world revolves around them in their eyes. Um, But they can also be really, uh, they really care. They're really warm and they really care about how other people are thinking and feeling. So even though they are do want the spotlight, they really do care about other people, and they can be very warm, um, which makes them a, a slightly different than some of the other fire signs. Mm-hmm. Any any questions before, if we are going too fast or slow?
1: No,
5: I think it's great. Yeah. Um, I'm just ready to get to mine so I can be <laughs> like, yes, yes, I understand.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh, it did sound okay. <laughs> like a Leo
5: would make a
4: perfect Gryffindor, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Leo Gryffindor,
3: exactly. (laughs) Leo's animal uh, symbol is a lion. Is a lion, yeah, quite like a Gryffindor. Um, So Virgos, Virgos are very organized. They love like little organization projects. They love like going to like the container store and like organizing the refrigerator. They're very practical, Um, but they can be perfectionists or overly critical. Or even a little bit of a know-it-all. So um, we love Virgos because like they really like, you know, they're the type of people that like make the itineraries and like they're the type of people that like keep us like standing in the line like we were talking about earlier. They're the earth signs like they help keep the world going, but they're perfectionists and then like they think that they're always right because they typically they are always right. right.
2: I think a Virgo too would be like If you're doing a group project They'll organize it and they'll get it done But they don't necessarily need the credit In the way that like a Leo would Right like the Leo wants the recognition For their hard work The Virgo's like let's just get this shit done I don't necessarily need to be Get an award for it But I'm gonna get it done the right way
3: Virgos are very humble Mm -hmm. people They don't They're used to Letting other people take credit in the spotlight But they're usually the ones that are doing all the work Right um, In next, my
5: mind I was thinking like a Leslie Nope type Until kind of the end
2: Yeah Leslie Because
5: I feel like she wants the recognition She
2: is like a good sure. mix I think she's a good combo of like Leo and Virgo Because she's extremely outgoing and passionate But she also is also very organized with all her binders So that's a really good point mm-hmm. Like she's very organized but does want the spotlight a bit Um, Next up is a Libra Which is Cameron what you are, what your sun sign is um, Also my husband is a Libra uh, Libras are very diplomatic. they are their symbol as the scales. Um, And so But they also can lead them To be very indecisive Because they don't They don't know how to make a decision They kind of get like I don't know uh, about that (laughs) They don't really know what to do Because they're always like Weighing out their options But they're also Just very gracious And very kind usually Like some of the nicest Nicest people Um, Just because they are like Okay what is fair and balanced What is the right decision to make I would Um, also say that They're really great mediators So mm -hmm. they're good to be The middle person So if
3: they're like The liaison between, like, for example, like a CEO and then like the bottom of the, like, you know, work totem pole, they're like the people that's a good mediator between like the higher ups and the lowers because they can see both sides. So, yes. Um, I would say Libra men, I'm learning top tier, top tier. Yeah. Top I, tier men. I like, I, I like yeah thank you but they can't be (laughs) wishy-washy very wishy-washy they they need to be matched
2: we'll talk about compatibility a little bit later on but they need to be matched with somebody who can make decisions because Mm -hmm. if you had like two libras in a household i don't know how anything would get done because you would just be like i don't know do you want chinese tonight no what about mexican what about italian it would be like a 20 minute conversation on what you're having for dinner every single night yeah
3: yeah Um next up we have Scorpio so Scorpio is a water sign and they are um they're resourceful they're brave they can be secretive um they are very interesting because they are like a water sign but they're much more fiery than a typical water sign yeah so while they have A lot of emotions, it's very, very, very hard to crack. Their their sign is a scorpion, so they can be a little snappy. I always say that I only have enough energy in my life for one Scorpio friend at a a time because (laughs) they're also a little bit of energy suckers. Maybe this is a female Scorpio thing, but um, the thing is, is that they're passionate and they need a lot in particular in a relationship. So like they need somebody's like full attention. And yeah. um even in friendships, they're the type of person that like they're not going to take a friendship well if like their friend doesn't call them like on a weekly basis or something like that. Like they need like To have a good intimate friendship They feel the need to like Be in continuous contact They're not like one of those people that are like Six months later and we're still cool Like you know uh, Yeah they need more attention than that They need more attention I'm not saying needy
2: But airs on can be needy Yeah And I think it also Scorpios are very much like even though they're kind of like a deceptive water sign just because like they're not like gonna cry all the time like a Pisces might but like they still have like they get in their feels Mm -hmm. about things and it might come out and express itself in a very different way. Yeah. Um, Especially when you get into Scorpio being because I know Chance you have your Scorpio and your sun sign but it might show itself in different ways In other signs mm. I um, would like to say
3: Probably the most Passionate of like Lover um, A great like I'm okay sorry Like whatever <laughs> this is shit 90 to shows Tommy I Can I say that they fuck I'm well sorry. or not Let me live my life <laughs> Like Nobody says He's that if you're gonna have a Scorpio it. significant other, then they're going to be like a well, good I, lover.
2: Well, I will say, so we're not getting too deep into the different plans. I just want to give him something that he can have. Oh, that's fine. Thank give you. him that. That's okay. fine. What I will say, no, I was gonna also say a compliment because Scorpios probably are mm. the number one sign that gets shit on the most, in my opinion. People shit on Scorpios because they can, because they're scorpions. They can. They have a little bit pa- of a they're stinger. So
3: passionate. Though. Yes.
2: Exactly. Because my so my husband has his his Venus his his Venus planet is uh, is in Scorpio, which and Venus is the planet of love and relationships, and so the way like Scorpio in Venus is someone who is like one hundred percent committed to another person. Yeah, they're very passionate. They care a lot about somebody. True friend, exactly. They're not. They're
3: not like. Um, they're not going to be like. You know if they like you you'll know that they you'll like you. know yeah they're not yes. like fake people at all yes um okay so do you want to like okay now that we cover both your signs yes. um and there's a lot more to this which we'll, which we'll get later but on like a base level what do you guys think chance what do you think I hope you don't feel embarrassed you look a little flush in the <laughs> no, face
5: you're good. <laughs> <laughs> you're good he's like I am a, I am a red hot lover <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> to be honest with you like if i did not um have a fiance that would probably be the first thing that i would look for on match.com is the scorpio. scorpio but that's that's just a personal problem So too there much water
2: for one household sarah oh my goodness
3: i didn't i said
4: um t- to date i think date. when you were saying uh the aries i was like oh, i kind of relate to that like more than what you said the water sign was and then you were like well but the scorpio is a fiery water sign yep. i was like oh that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. be- because uh, I I did, I related very much to the Aries one you said and now the Scorpio yeah. that you said because I did relate to that like uh, hard to crack like I have emotions but I keep them down deep yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it
5: it was very it was very me
3: yeah Cameron what are you thinking with your Libra ness
5: yeah I mean I I feel like I see that in myself of just like wanting to. You know, have that balance or like Mm -hmm. trying to be diplomatic, but also being really indecisive. Like it comes out in some pretty insignificant ways. Like if I'm playing like a video game or something, it's like, well, I've played this way for a little while. Now I'm going to start over and do this totally different thing because that seems interesting Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, Thinking what Jess said about like two Libras in a household. My wife's birthday is three weeks after mine. So she's also a Libra. Um, and we we feel that a lot because we're just both very indecisive.
3: I
2: I didn't even know I was shading people. The uh, the dinner the dinner
3: argument must be
2: torturous. It's a tough one. Yeah.
5: (laughs) Yeah, we we own it. You know, it's our burden. That we bear, but we love each other, <laughs> yeah.
2: so well that's the thing yeah. too, is it's there's no when we talk about compatibility, it's not like you can't make things work between two signs. It's just like your struggles are gonna show in certain certain ways, right? If you match two signs together, you're gonna have certain hurdles to to jump over. Um, it's not impossible to make relationships work with with certain signs but um yeah that's very funny libras just like like to keep the peace so i imagine you have like a very peaceful household of like two libras yeah (laughs) It's be- pretty
4: peaceful. Yeah. Before you have had children, you did. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now the children. Now it's of course. not so much.
2: <laughs> Nothing you can do about that.
5: When you described an Aries, I thought of my youngest son, but he's he's not. He was born in August, but he he wakes up every day and chooses fire. Oh, is
2: he a Leo? <laughs> if he's in August, he might be a Leo, which is very close to an yeah. Aries because they're both fire. The thirty-first. Oh no, he's no, he's a Virgo then. If he's the thirty-first. Yeah. Uh, but he's
5: Maybe he's just 2 years old, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. He's also like well, we'll get into that cuz that that's come does come into play like your age and kind of growing into your sign. Um but mm-hmm. yeah, let's let's move on to uh let's move on to Sagittarius. Um the last fire sign that we're going to talk about. Um, They're usually very generous, very funny. They they tend to be really, really funny. Um, They're also pretty impatient and they will kind of say whatever's on their mind. Like they're they're also very blunt like in Aries. They don't really think before they speak. Um, This is why I kind of like to differentiate with Leo a bit because I feel like Leos care a bit more about what other people think and how other people are feeling. And Sagittarius is more just willing to just say whatever Um, is on their mind at any given moment. Not to say that they're not nice people. Like, of course, they're very nice. They're very generous. But they also just, like, don't have time for people's bullshit a lot of the time. Um, So that's kind of where where Sarah's... They love travel. Yes. Yes, they also like to travel. They love travel.
3: They um, are also, like, on the bossier end. But um, they're kind of, like, in the camp of, like, I'm not going to, like... I'm going to tell you the truth no matter what Even if it hurts the feel- your feelings Because it's like I'm not going to lie to you So mm-hmm. like someone Who's more sensitive Would not react to that well But somebody like a Scorpio might Appreciate that someone who's an Aries Might appreciate that because They have more blunt personalities as well They would rather the truth than for you To like color a picture Just to save your feelings Right so um so next He like bluntness. Yeah. <laughs> mm, he does. So next up we have capricorns and these are like your hard workers. They live to work. They don't work to live. Like they will get like they their whole mentality is like I got to do my job. I got to do it well. I am because that's where they find security. So they are very responsible. They're very disciplined. They can definitely be a bit of a know-all. are assigned as a goat. So they're stubborn. They're very stuck in their ways. They're very like, con- like more like, you know, like conventional people. Like, you know, this is like the way I like it. I'm going to stick in this way. Um, but uh, Capricorns, like they're one of those people that like, Make the world go around like if we didn't have these We wouldn't have like CEOs we wouldn't Be able yeah. to get like shit done um, They're very grounded And very practical but um, They're probably Like the number one like Least likely to think astrology Is like has Any sort of credibility because they're, they're all the about Believers they're like all about <laughs> Practicality they're like yeah. you know like This doesn't make sense this Isn't this isn't logical Like mm-hmm. they're like You know, um, with Myers-Briggs, they're definitely thinkers more than feelers. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah, they're like see it to believe it type of people. Yeah. Um, And they usually are very successful. You'll see a lot of Mm -hmm. really successful people are Capricorns. Yeah, because they're Um, the type of
3: people that like will keep working and working until the job is done. Like they're like not going to put down like just because it's five o'clock doesn't mean that their workday is over. Right.
2: Mm Um. On to Aquarius, um, which is our last air sign. They're like, to me, the most airy of all of the air signs because they're just so wacky. Like, they're usually known to be like, they, you know, they uh, march to the beat of their own drummer. They're very imaginative, very original. They don't care about being different. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also can be a bit aloof just because you don't really know what they're thinking. Um, yeah. I have a friend who's an Aquarius and she just, she's so just strange and different in the best way. Um, so that's why I think they just represent the air sign perfectly because they really are just kind of like up in their head, just like floating off on another planet. A lot like of like time a, like a Luna Love Good type of character, one thousand percent. Yeah. So
3: they're creative. There's a lot of artists and like singers that come out. Um, there there's a lot of like Aquarius artists, um,
1: mm-hmm.
3: poets. Uh, but yeah, they can be like the best way to describe it is that they're just kind of like weirdos. But yeah, they're like wacky. Yeah, but um, they're 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 a fun bunch Um, And then we have our last sign So Pisces the interesting about Pisces is as they are the 12th sign They take a little bit of every single sign before them So um, they're interesting So if anybody says a Pisces is crazy it's because of all of you because we take a little bit of you <laughs> so just so you're, the you're welcome yeah so a Pisces is probably yeah. <sighs> out of the water signs they're probably the most well it's hard to say that they're the most sensitive because some people think they're cancers are more sensitive. no some people say cancers are more sensitive <laughs> but they're very sensitive they're moody so like capricorns are moody. Because they're like, they can be very grumpy. I would say they're more grumpy than moody. Yeah. But Pisces, they're very moody because they feel so deeply. Um, they are empathetic. They're compassionate, intuitive. But they have a tendency to like get in their f- feelings and just stay there. Because they kind of like the doom and gloom. Like, I I tell this story a lot. But like, um, I sometimes listen To intentionally sad music Just to stay in the funk So like I can listen to a song (laughs) And like cry And then like I stay there And I kind of like like being In like this like downer mood Because it's like comfortable It's like you know it's like I don't have resting bitch face I have resting sad face
2: It's literally like have you ever seen that movie Inside Out like Pisces is Sadness (laughs) Like that's, right. that's just like who they are at their core level but it's they- because
3: we are sucking everybody else's energy constantly So like I feel everything that comes off of people And it's, it's exhausting So that's the thing Like but you know we're very like empathetic We make good friends Um I mean, we make okay, friends. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes we kind of like we we're like we we make like we say face like we were like always dependable, but then like we like sit and come back home and you're like they literally I like listen to them for like an hour and they literally didn't even ask about me and then we'll get into like a funk about it. Um right. so It's like, you know, we don't, we're like, it's not always like selfless. It's kind of like, we'll do it because like, that's what we're made for. But it takes a lot out of us. A lot of Pisces are introverted. Um, But the thing is, is that, um, so, so the thing is, is that I might be a Pisces, but there are other elements to this besides I'm a Pisces because there are. A Lot to it as the layers so um, So basically um, You know we can get into this uh, We'll get into this a little bit later on But there's multiple Aspects to each of our personality of course So for anyone that's listening And it's like listen to their sign And goes this doesn't really sound like Me
2: or like only some of this sounds like Me is because there's so many other Elements right so there's Different obviously there are different planets And your sun sign, the way I like to look at it is like if you're looking at a painting, it's like the broad strokes of your personality. And it's usually what is like projected out into the world. So like how other people see you is your sun sign, right? So I'm a Leo, which is the most outgoing sign there probably is. And everybody, that's what everybody sees, but there are other planets that are also going to affect my personality, which is like Sarah said, why people think like if they if they are a Leo and they get they're but they are super introverted and really don't like being around people, then they're like, well, this doesn't apply to me. This doesn't make sense with my personality. And it's because there are other planets and signs in those planets that also affect things. So
3: mm-hmm.
2: as an example, uh, probably not a great example, but I have my son is in Leo and my moon is also in Leo, which means that, like, really Leo-y, really outgoing, really like attention. Um, your moon sign usually is, like, your your emotional side, kind of like your core. And it's – it's so if the sun is how people okay. see you, the moon is how you see yourself. Um, so it makes a lot of sense to me, Chance. So your Scorpio is in sun uh, – or, excuse me, your sun is in Scorpio, but your moon is in Leo. So you might be like, a, have a little bit more of an outgoing side than a normal Scorpio would because right. your moon sign is in Leo.
3: Which makes me feel as though like it kind of makes sense how you got into podcasting because you kind of like have a voice to be heard. Like you right. like the element that people are like listening to you and hearing what you have to say. And um,
2: like it it breeds more of like an outgoingness to you. Right. And you're probably a bit more warm and a bit more generous than your typical Scorpio would be, because that's going to influence your Scorpio sun. Does that make sense?
4: Yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense that a fire sign is the second one, because
2: <laughs> exactly. I don't know,
4: I just related to the fire sign.
2: Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, and these are like what we call like your big three. There are like tons of other planets, like I mentioned Venus earlier, which is all about love and relationships. But these are what we call your big three. So your sun, your moon, and then your rising sign. Um, so we can use chance as an example, and then we can go into Cameron, if that makes sense of chance, your, your rising or ascendant sign is in Gemini. Um, I think the easiest way to explain a rising sign is to say this is the first impression that you give off to people. If somebody doesn't know you and you just met them on the street, this is what they would guess your sign would be because um, it's just kind of like and it's also very important in your childhood. We kind of mentioned that earlier when kids are growing up, usually their rising sign is a bit of what you see more. And as they grow, they kind of grow into their sun sign. Um, so my rising sign is a Scorpio, uh, which sometimes I feel like it makes sense because if people don't know me, they might think I'm a bit harsh or like have a bit of a stinger, you know, what I mean? have a bit of a temper. Um, and then they can kind of get to know me And my Leo just like comes out Like I'm a bit more warm as they get to know me Um And Gemini is like you again You might come off as a bit You know heady a bit uh Curious a bit indecisive If people don't know you Or
3: mysterious yeah right. Like maybe it takes a little bit more for somebody To get to know you like You know really know you But um mm-hmm. some of the stuff like gets Evened out so Um so Cameron, for you we know you're a Libra sun. Your moon is a Pisces. So welcome to the club, sucker. You yeah, yeah. so ready to
5: feel it all? Um, is this gonna put on Hades Town? Yes, cry. Yes,
1: it's gonna be nice.
3: Which actually, like Pisces are very creative and they do like they're like the the they're into the arts, So if, like you like Broadway, that makes so much sense for being a Pisces because we're like all into the arts. Um, So you're kind of more like internally emotional, I would guess. Like I would say that like a Libra could probably like they're kind of like, you know, I don't think they're that unfathomable.
2: Right, Jess? Like not a lot like ruffles them. Yeah I would say they're pretty balanced And even if they do get hurt feelings or something I don't know that they would necessarily Mm -hmm. show it You know on their exterior If they're really like feeling things So
3: I would (laughs) say you're probably more of like A sensitive Libra So if you take things like a little bit more personally um, Or even if you get into funks That take you a little bit longer to get out of Than like maybe your wife who's also a Libra Like maybe she gets over stuff a little bit more quickly. I don't really know what her her, her moon Sign stuff is, is. Right. yeah
2: but and this is why it makes sense that like even though you and your wife are both Libras mm-hmm. you could be completely different personalities because obviously mm-hmm. not every single Libra in the world is going to be the same um, yeah. a lot of different things in your chart are going to affect your personality and I would say like while we do talk about compat- p- compatibility between the sun signs like your signs in Venus are are gonna mean a lot more when you're talking Mm -hmm. about um relationships and compatibility um because it's it's a lot of times like do you know about the um love languages right there's like gift Mm -hmm. giving and all of those things those charcuterie yes (laughs) did you say charcuterie (laughs) charcuterie is my (laughs) i realized it's my
5: it's my love language (laughs) this week when i had some and i was just like this is (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) yeah so i'm saying it's like those types of things are more towards your signs in Venus. Like what your love languages are would relate more to that. Um, so that's why like you and your wife, you're both Libras, but you're obviously very different. So maybe her moon sign is in a fire sign or something like that. And you could be completely different. And
3: then your, that makes sense. yeah, your rising sign is a Gemini. I uh, no, it's not. It's an Aquarius. So if you have like more, Creative aspects to you Or if you are you, Like more of an original Or maybe like you consider yourself Like a little bit of a weirdo Like if you related to that at all <laughs> Then that's where that comes in First impressions Um So that's more food to thought Now we've got We have went further down the rabbit hole, uh, hole How do you guys feel about that?
5: Yeah I mean I feel like it, it Makes sense Um Just, like, as a system of, like, unpacking it, like, because if you just look at the surface, you're like, well, me and this person, we're even, like, we're born on the same day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe years apart, but it's, like, we are nothing alike. Like, I have a friend, like, we share the same birthday, but we're nothing really alike. Right. But it's just, like, but there's more kind of going on, Mm -hmm. just, like, just, like, you said, like, onions or ogres. Yeah. And if
3: if anybody doesn't know how we got to this um, What you need is your date of birth Your time of birth Which actually will just affect your rising sign So if you don't have that time of birth Then you can still get your moon sign And a lot of the other planets But you need it for your rising And the place that you are born So um, that's how you calculate it I'll quickly go into mine. Um as we discussed, I'm a Pisces sun, so I do have that more sensitive element. Um I like a good cry, no shame. But <laughs> this is where it c- gets interesting. I have an Aries moon. So that is actually the polar opposite placement of a Pisces. So as although I like a good cry, I have a bit of fire in me, and that's why I'm not, like, a fucking mess all the time. Like, I have this thing to, like, even me out, and that's why if anyone's, like, you know, sorry, you don't seem super sensitive, or, like, you have, like, what seems like a bit of, like, an edge to you, that's where my Aries moon comes in. I have, like, a little fire. I usually keep it, like... Beneath the surface And I always like to say Like I'm a volcano Like I typically never Let it come out Like the anger, But it's always bubbling Beneath the surface And it takes a lot For me to get provoked To let it come out And then in terms of Rising sign I'm a, ri- a Virgo rising So I love a good Organization project um, I don't mind a good Excel spreadsheet Or an outline And um, That's why I seem to have things like really put together in terms of like, you know, maybe it seems like, you know, when I'm applying for a job, people would think that like I'm really organized and I can stay on top of stuff. But in reality, like it's just like kind of like a surface thing. I'm like kind of like a mess on the undersurface. So um, I put on a good show, basically. So those are kind of like our signs. Um, I do have little parting gifts for you later on. I um, have your charts in a PDF format, so you'll be able to, like, <laughs> poke that right. into me and poke into it more, take a deeper look. Um, so, yeah. If you guys have any other questions, be sa- uh, be, until we get back into the boy meets world
2: of it all.
4: Uh, what was your rising sign, Jess?
2: I'm a Scorpio rising.
5: Scorpio. That's right. That's
4: right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I was just. I was like. I know you said you were Leo. Leo. Yeah.
2: There's a lot of weird stuff with my chart in terms of like a polar oppositeness of of like having a lot of the fire of a Leo. Leo. But when you look at the rest of my chart, there's also a lot of Virgo in there. So much Earth. so, so much. Yeah. Yeah. Earth and fire are the two major players. I don't. The only water is the Scorpio rising, which yeah. makes a lot of sense considering I'm not very emotional at all in terms of emotion. Any emotion that usually comes to the surface is probably going to be anger over anything else. Right. Not sadness, not yeah. anything else. Or envy is probably the other one. Yeah. And they'll they'll yeah. come out in like uh, in very different ways. I don't like to show emotion uh, mostly in public. Right. Like it's going to be kept. In the home because the Leo's like to put on a good show and like this is this is me. I'm great. Everything's fine. And then it's like on the inside, maybe not as much, Um, but we can get into more of the more of the deeper chart stuff later. Let's get into the fun okay. bits. Let's get into sorting these characters. Now, if you're saying, oh, this right. character yeah. has birthdays, yeah. you could just look them up. Well, that's no fun. And I think that when mm-hmm. the creators of the shows were giving the characters birthdays, they were not thinking about astrology like mm-hmm. we are. So it's more fun to be able to sort, if you will, these characters into um, into sun signs. So we gave you guys the list that we wrote out in terms of um, you know, the uh, very, very brief summaries of kind of what you're looking for in those signs. If you want to pull those up as like a resource guide, you totally can, um, but we're gonna oh, yeah. throw out a character and then you guys can talk us through your thoughts on what, uh, you can maybe start with the elements if you think that's easier. And say, oh, I think this mm-hmm. character is an Earth sign because of X, Y, Z. Um, and then we'll just kind of talk through where we think those characters will end up. Um, obviously, we're talking Boy Meets World.
3: Yeah, Boy Meets Got World. And both of us, well, we're on season two. We're um, in the middle of season right. two. Are you guys up to season three yet?
5: We just last night recorded the last episode of season three. Okay. Oh, okay. wow. just finished season
3: three. Okay. So
5: it'll probably come out after this episode comes out. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I think you guys are a bit snappier on the turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> Than we are.
3: Um, okay. Well, okay. So we um, only focused on up to season two characters. Um, so That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So any- there's still a lot there. Yeah. yeah. So anybody uh, that is in the third season and beyond, we don't have. I mean,. Of course, I would love to talk about Angela all day, but we're not quite there yet. So, yeah. Right. And maybe
2: we do a part two later on when we do eventually get there. We could do a shorter podcast, just throw in the extra couple mm-hmm. characters that we get uh, get to eventually. Yeah, you
5: have like Jack and Rachel.
4: Yes. And
2: yes. Angela. The college yeah. years. And yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um,
4: really, the only person we've got that you guys wouldn't have is Eli. Is Eli. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I we think. I we, I'm excited so. for Eli. We are like I'm like where's I was like I want this teacher in. So yeah, Uh-oh. we're not there yet. Love Eli. Um, <laughs>
5: yeah, get ready. But
4: we're we're down for season going through season two.
2: Okay, yes. Yes. so obviously the man himself Corey Matthews. What are your guys' first thoughts on on where Corey belongs? Do you can you kind of sense an element that maybe is prevalent in in his personality? Hmm. We have the Earth signs, who are more hardworking and practical. The Air signs, who are not a bit one. more all over the place. Water signs, more emotional and empathetic, and the Fire signs, who are more passionate and like attention.
5: I'm leaning towards water. You think? Um, yeah, or or Air. He's not very not. He's not um, heady, but I feel <laughs> like he's kind of. Wishy-washy, especially thinking season two, where he's just like, "Who am I?" And he's like really trying to pin himself down, super hardcore, um, and just like every episode, he's like, "Who am I going to be? What am <laughs> yeah. I going to do? Who am I supposed to be?" And it just never yeah. works out. I think yeah. in
2: terms of the air signs, we could definitely rule out Aquarius because he he does not want to be original. He wants to like fit in with everybody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, get him out of here.
5: He's, he doesn't belong with me. The the one that moon, moon sign the one that hit me first,
4: just from the three words was cancer. Hmm. He's got the the sock basketball in season one, <laughs> like imaginative.
5: He thinks he's turning into a werewolf. <laughs>
4: oh my gosh, that
2: episode! <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: and
4: uh, he's definitely moody. Corey definitely goes.
2: Yeah, he can. He g- can be moody. Moods. I will say that uh, Sarah and I, we kind of, I and mean, we may have discussed this on the podcast, or it might have been off. We, the more we see of Corey, the more that we think he is a Leo, because okay. he always wants attention. When is he not like in the front of a class? Right, like we just watched the episode mm-hmm. where he's like running for class president. Um mm-hmm. he's not afraid to be in front of a crowd. Um he's a bit he of a class be, clown. Yes, a bit mm-hmm. of a class clown, as is Sean, but I think Sean we Sean we we put somewhere else. Um and
5: I'd say he's very like self-centered also just like narcissistic like thinking of himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All the time.
2: Yeah. I could totally see the. I could see the cancer, the cancer traits as well. And I could actually honestly, I could also see Libra. I could see some I was, Libra traits I was in there. I was thinking
3: like maybe Libra vibes because of being like more diplomatic and could be indecisive. He's like a good friend. So um, I'm kind of I'm like waffling between like maybe a Libra I still think he has like a little bit of a Leo. So maybe we have a situation where like maybe one of his big three is like some sort of a combination of the two.
2: And then I could totally. Yeah. Maybe I could totally see him being like Libra Sun, Leo Moon or like vice versa or something like that. Right. And maybe even like a Cancer
3: with Venus with love because he's a very committed person. But that's why I was saying like he's very loyal to his friends. So that's why he was giving me like Leo vibes, right?
4: He is. He's very loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not to Minkus.
2: Not to, Mink- yeah. Not <laughs> well, to yeah, Minkus. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Not, to, not Minkus, to Minkus. That's for
3: sure.
5: He's loyal to the people that he feels deserves his loyalty.
2: Right. <laughs> right. And I do think like if we were if we were sorting. Um, Cory into like a Hogwarts house. I do think he'd he's end up Hufflepuff. in Gryffindor.
4: Oh, oh do you? Really? Yeah, you don't think <laughs> he, he would said... be in
2: Gryffindor?
5: I don't know.
4: Maybe
2: he'd be a Hufflepuff.
5: I always think a Hufflepuff just because mm-hmm. he's kind of like
2: it's either yeah. a Huffle like I don't see him in the other it's... two, so it's either yeah, definitely not the other Gryffindor. two, he could
5: yeah. not be in the
4: other two, yeah.
2: But I think that, like, yeah, I think I do think Libra and Leo fit the best. I do think you guys, you made some good points about about the air sign. I, I didn't think about that originally, but the more we talk about it, he is very diplomatic, right? Like, he yeah. wants he mm-hmm. wants to keep the peace. He wants everybody to be happy. Yeah,
5: I mean, he even like organized the entire class with the taking a test. Yes. Yeah, like got all that together. Kind of was in season three. He's kind of the one that goes and talks to Feeny about finals that they're all taking and Mm -hmm. he kind of gets tricked into doing that but he does as good (laughs) as he can
4: well the thing that's now i'm thinking about is indecisiveness because like he's kind of throughout season two he like waffles between i want a girlfriend and like topanga Mm -hmm. like that back and forth which you have to be super indecisive not to just choose topanga
3: yes (laughs) yeah he has a wandering eye strangely enough yeah so maybe not as loyal as we thinking, we're
2: thinking. I'm like, <laughs> well, Oh, he's know. also a teenager, so I think it's tough because if he's a full-blown adult and doing stuff like that, I think it's a little bit different than like you have to imagine that we're talking about these people who aren't like fully formed adults yet. Their personalities are still developing. So looking at it that way also is going to impact kind of where we put them. Mm -hmm. Um, Sure. But yes, let's move on to our second character on our list. Obviously, we have to go to Sean, Corey's best friend. Um, (laughs) What are your guys' thoughts on where Sean would fall?
4: I am probably, um, I should probably excuse myself from this one. I've always related to Sean a lot. Um, So I want him to be a Scorpio. (laughs)
2: I mean I think that's a fair thing to say though Like if you relate to him and you see A lot of yourself in him Then Mm -hmm. it feels natural that you would think he's a Scorpio Mm -hmm,
5: mm -hmm. And it's
2: those He is secretive Right like he does have Water sign vibes in my opinion Mm -hmm. Because he's emotional Not in the way a Pisces Mm -hmm. is Where like they're going to show their sadness I feel like he's Mm -hmm. like Deceptively emotional where you wouldn't Necessarily know right off the bat
4: yeah, yeah, I think so. I think he like he's definitely trying. You can tell something's going on, but it's hard to crack exactly what yep. it is. Like get to the get to the root of
3: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think, Cameron?
5: Um, I was just looking at the first kind of bit of like the Aries description, a bit just like a little more impulsive. Mm-hmm. Like Sean's gonna just kind of go with whatever he's feeling, and mm-hmm. also just passionate. Sing of mm-hmm. him and like his abundance of relationships. Like, yeah, that's a I fall really in love five point. times a day. And, yes. Um, I feel like uncomplicated.
2: Also, just like the way he he does things, he kind of he's very impulsive. He does things without thinking a lot of the time.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
2: In the show, he's not gonna like. Th- I feel like Corey thinks before he leaps, and Sean doesn't. He just dives headfirst he into think whatever at he's any doing.
4: Point. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. I can agree with that.
2: I like that. I totally think that works for Sean. Yeah, I could see. I could see either Scorpio Sun and Aries Moon, or vice versa, because I think mm-hmm. there's like a lot of that like watery emotion there, but mm-hmm. also a lot of impulsivity.
3: Yeah, we did have Scorpio in, so mm-hmm. um, you're we're definitely on the same page. We have the passionate <laughs> element. Um, you know, I think to um, uh, Sean's like poetry days in the future, like. You know being like more of That like watery Thing so um, So we're definitely on the same page And then in terms of Aries I can Definitely he's you know he's a leader like He doesn't he's a leader but he like He doesn't need to be a leader so that's why Like you know That's why it's like he's just like a Natural born like mm-hmm. Leader so um, So Yeah next up we have Miss Tapanga. Topanga what do you guys think?
4: I mean, are we taking so we've seen a very big shift in Topanga in season three uh, to see from season one and two to uh-huh. Topanga.
2: I mean, we could talk about her in both ways because I would argue that seasons one and two Topanga is probably a different sign than than later on, and I feel like it's a very strong sign mm-hmm. of her in season one and two that shifts.
5: Yeah. yeah, I feel like just thinking like in terms of elements, just thinking like air. Yep. With Topanga, like she's yeah. very like mm-hmm. intelligent, like very creative. Yep. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. In that way, um, so maybe something like even like a Gemini, hmm. a little bit like very intelligent, mm-hmm. curious, but kind of indecisive. which you see as she grows up, just like. It's not the theme of the show, but it's like Topanga kind of shifts and like maybe she's trying to figure out who she is
4: exactly. That's fair.
3: Yeah.
5: yeah, I
4: think season one and two, Topanga, like this was probably. I when you were describing the signs, I had two thoughts for characters. When you described an Aquarius, I thought of Topanga. Yeah,
2: that's um, what we especially had, with yeah.
4: season one and two. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: Cool. Yeah. So <laughs> we had Aquarius because she's just yeah. so off, like on her own path, right? Like, she mm-hmm. doesn't care what other people are thinking about her. Again, this is very early seasons, Topanga, is, like, in her own world. She, like, eats weird things. She calls her parents by their first names. And she doesn't, mm-hmm. right, she, like, sits on a pillow instead of a desk. Like, And she doesn't care what anybody thinks of her. That's very mm-hmm. Aquarius.
4: Even like season two, the the episode you guys just watched, the uh president episode, when she like gets up there and is like, "Yes, move." <laughs>
2: uh-huh. Yeah,
3: yeah, I can definitely see that. So, um I think that is interesting. Obviously, Topanga changes into like a very like very different character later on. Like, there's like I don't think that season one, season two, Topanga would ever see herself as, like, a lawyer in New York, a la Girl Meets
2: World, but you know, mm-hmm. she... They they did a shift with her character. Yeah. Where do you... What would you classify her as where you guys are in the show in season three? Like, if... you if, Now that she's had that shift, where do you think she ends up?
4: I mean, the only real, like, major personality thing she's gotten to do is, like be part of the New Year's party, and then, like, reject Corey at
5: Disney World. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, she she takes a big backseat in season three. Yeah, like, we were, we that were not expecting. Oh,
2: that's we're, disappointing. Yeah, looking,
5: <laughs> watching it the way that we do, you know, where it's like we're looking closely at each episode. Yeah. Like, if you take it as a whole, you're like, oh, yeah, this is the season when Corey and Topanga get together, and they break up, and they get back together. But it's like, she... It's like a non-presence mm-hmm. for so much, which is really a bummer.
4: That
3: is that annoying. Is, is, there,
5: is there a sign that's kind of like a
4: cheerleader, like encouraging everyone around her, but also feeling things very deeply Probably and like taking things personally?
2: That would, I feel like that's a cancer, right? Like cancers are very supportive, but also very emotional. Um, or it could be Pisces even too mm-hmm. um, They could be cheerleaders as well I
3: mean I think Pisces Yeah like I think Pisces are people's Like biggest cheerleaders um, Actually yeah. So maybe and they're also I mean if it's not an Aquarius They kind of have like that like creative weirdo Aspect to them too That's so- fair and I mean
2: realistically She could have a, an Aquarius rising right That comes mm-hmm. out more when she's a kid And when then she, she, yep. she grows into like being a Pisces more I could totally yeah. see that. That's a good point, yeah. Mm. Yeah.
5: I love it. Nailing it.
3: What about what about the fiend? What do you Mr. guys fiend? think about Mr. Feeny?
4: Um he wouldn't believe in astrology.
3: Nope. <laughs> so I Definitely guess that means not. he's a
5: Capricorn. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes Yeah I think that That is definitely Where we headed As well Earth energy man Yeah all earth, Major all earth energy So we were thinking Of Capricorn Very hard working Like loves to work Um You know mm-hmm. Would not believe In astrology Is very practical Does not like New school teaching Methods so Uh um
2: definitely that
5: know-it-all you see that in season two with him yes yep turner squaring off every episode every episode yes
2: he's not willing to bend at all and i think Mm -hmm. you're spot on with that capricorn could be stubborn um yeah so
3: i we agree we definitely think that he's a capricorn maybe has some virgo vibes as well but if any any element that um he has for Virgo is also like doubled down by his Capricornness. So yeah,
4: yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Okay. Uh, moving on to the Zaddy himself, Alan Matthews. Uh, what do you guys think? Obviously, he's not as big of a character as the first four that we we talked about, but I still think mm-hmm. we know enough about Alan now to to kind of sort him into um, a sun sign.
5: So Earth Energy? I was thinking Okay. I was thinking um Taurus.
0: Oh okay. like he's I like that. Hardworking.
5: You see kind of his stubbornness yes. quite yes. a bit. Like he just kind of butts heads with Eric and Corey at different times yes. and doesn't want to budge. But then mm-hmm. Amy's there to kinda of like round him out a little bit. Um, like when Eric yes. I forget what Eric does. Is it the modeling where he's like, Now I'm gonna go yelling oh, and, okay. like, and no. he's like gonna go kill he's him. He's gotta learn his lesson. Yes. yes.
2: Yes. Yeah. yes. Chance, do you agree? But he's
5: also really hardworking. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I, I was saying, Earth. I was like, definitely Earth. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: yeah. makes the world
4: go round.
2: Yeah. When Sarah and I were talking, we were like, we think that there might be some fire somewhere in his chart mm-hmm. just because he has that, like, temper. And yeah. I think you, like, totally nailed it with, like, the stubbornness of the Taurus. But then mm-hmm. perhaps a, fi- like a fire sign somewhere else in his chart that just, like, yeah. comes out yeah, and he gets Yeah, he angry. is, like, he's definitely, like, a bull. Like, he'll, yes. like, take out the horns. Like, he goes into things,
3: like, more, like, head first in that way. So... I think that you nailed it with Taurus. And honestly, yeah. like, I wasn't thinking that at first. But now that you said that, I'm like, no, that's spot it. No, on. That's yeah. it. Totally. It, I it's
5: was... just because I have good teachers. <laughs> they
3: taught me
1: everything.
3: So. Oh, my God. Yes, of course. Um, how about Amy? Um, my students. What do you think?
4: Um, which one did you say was the, like, homemaker?
2: Cancer. Cancer.
4: Cancer, I mean, that I don't know is Amy moody. I think I we
2: just saw an episode that she was a bit moody on her and Alan's anniversary when he got them a trash compactor. I felt like she mm-hmm. was a bit uh sensitive about it, a bit like made it you know held a grudge for like a little bit, which I feel like cancers mm-hmm. could do, yeah. I-
4: I did listen to your guys' episode about TK because TK is my girl and yeah. I love her.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we love TK. And
4: you guys were oh, I love TK. She does like imagine herself driving the car to like feel
5: good in it. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And she yeah. works in an art gallery at 1 point. Yep. Yeah, some, and then real estate point,
2: and it's very confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
5: she kind of does whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah. But
5: also like runs everything at home.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, yep.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I do feel like we know Alan better than we know Amy, but I agree. We also had her as a cancer just because she is like that the embodiment of like a homemaker. Mm -hmm. And she really does like uh, care about what's going on in the kids lives and wanting to make sure they feel good and not hurt their feelings. And, you know, all of those. Yeah, very family oriented. Mm
5: -hmm. I feel like that's just like TV mom.
2: Yeah. (laughs) yeah. You guys even said like this is
5: the if you have this is your mother, it's the best. Mm -hmm. So it's just like classic TV mom. Yeah. This is who it would be. Like, not like Patricia Heaton in the middle. She's not a cancer. (laughs) Like, if you've ever seen the middle, she's probably probably Lucille Bluth is not a Mm -hmm. cancer. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: I agree, though.
5: Classic TV mom is like, that's the the cancer.
3: Yes. What about little Morgan? (laughs) Season two Morgan. Now you guys have season three Morgan, which is a whole nother boat, but.
5: Uh
4: huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Season season two Morgan who shows up for one line <laughs> and, and then <laughs>
2: disappears. <leaves>. Okay. <laughs> line and then so leaves. maybe maybe season one Morgan then. Yeah. Yeah. Season yeah. one Morgan is definitely there more than season two Morgan at least so mm-hmm. far.
5: Um, Gosh, I just don't even know.
2: Well, I can see
4: kind of the the two sides of the character of a Gemini kind of
3: mm, like just sassy and sweet. Yeah. Curious. Sassy and sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You
2: yeah. could also
5: see like a Sagittarius though, just like going to say whatever.
2: She's funny. She's very funny. like funny, very impatient. She just is like mm-hmm. going to do whatever she wants.
1: Mm-hmm. I could totally I could see, that. see that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I think we were thinking along the lines of like of a fire s- sign. Some sort of fire. So that would
1: oh, that, that makes would sense.
2: yeah, so that I think that works well. Yeah. And I mean, it's hard to. She's also really young. So it's really hard to kind of know mm-hmm. where her personality is going to go. But they also I took do away think- her character. <laughs> They also and then, took away. And then changed <laughs> uh-huh. her character basically. Yeah, and then and she's gonna be a whole Theria different a actress way. soon. Yeah. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think it makes sense because I also think that like a lot of there are a lot of similarities with um if you if you like to another way to look at uh you know people's personalities is through the lens of um birth order. And I think that the youngest tends to be the most like outgoing and also tends to be mm-hmm. kind of fiery. And so I think it does make sense that she would be a fire sign specifically, Sagittarius. I think makes a lot of sense. So-
4: Sagittarius, yeah, I can I see that. Mm-hmm.
2: What about Eric? Uh, he obviously changes a lot throughout the show, but early seasons Eric is uh, definitely a certain type of guy.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh,
4: man. Because, yeah, e- even where we are, he's kind of a Luna Lovegood-esque
5: uh-huh. character. <laughs> but not with the intelligence at all. No,
4: Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah. Like, all the
5: weirdness, none of the smarts.
3: So he's starting to change a little. um. Yeah. But so now we see him as, like, very, well, you know, his main interest is girls.
2: Right. Uh, and I think he's also, like, a fan of the spotlight. Like, I, I you know, I feel like he does want attention a lot um
4: so you're thinking leo energy
2: i'm thinking i'm actually thinking more aries energy i don't know i feel like he's he can be impulsive he's very passionate um it's tough though chaotic he's he is chaotic he becomes
3: chaotic later that's a good point
5: (laughs) even more chaotic yeah he does
3: yeah so, yeah. maybe, maybe an Aries, um, maybe an Aquarius. We got like maybe some sort of like weird mixture of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. definitely, I think that that's uh, we're struggling because like half of us are think like we're kind of thinking of like what he becomes versus mm-hmm. it's hard what to he separate that out. Like, with. plays with squirrels so, yeah. is like an
2: Aquarius, like, <laughs> you yeah. know,
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, unless, Leo. Unless you think of plays with squirrels and kind of the uh the weird uh the weird energy that he gives off later on is very performative. Like
2: fair. Okay. So then I like still think it with it
4: yeah.
2: I do think then he would still fall into that fire sign category. Like I think that I think we I think I feel like Aries does work for him then. Or Leo. Or Leo. Because he's
3: outgoing. He's a mm-hmm. l- definitely narcissistic.
1: <laughs>
3: fair. Absolutely yeah. so. Very fair.
2: And he's a I'm, bit of a jerk to Corey in the early seasons, which mm-hmm. I always have an issue with. I'm like, why is he such a dick all the time? Like, there's yeah. no reason to be this mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm
3: pushing towards uh, Leo. Because,
2: I mean, how much of a leader is Eric? See that's the thing I don't think he's a huge leader like that's why I was leaning more yeah. towards Aries because like he doesn't necessarily need to be in charge like he's perfectly fine no Aries likes to charge. be in
3: there I think Aries like to be in charge
2: oh really I always read Aries as more of like yeah they can be bossy but they're also just like manic
3: mm-hmm. Hmm. okay guys why don't you break the tie yeah. If what we're going think? between Leo and Aries. Oh my. What you, it's the pressure's it's on. Oh my pressure. god, don't leave the decision of up the Libra. <laughs> yeah. No. Karen's sweating.
5: On the one hand, I can see
3: <laughs> We're going to be not, here not till here. next Tuesday. Yeah.
5: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I understand it about myself.
2: <laughs> Inside he's um, crying. <laughs>
5: I do think when I first looked at it, I was leaning more towards Leo. Mm-hmm. Just thinking especially of the like narcissistic side. Mm-hmm. Seeing like seasons one and two where Eric's just always like trying to get a date. It's like Every week there's like a new girl. Yeah. He doesn't even bother learning their names. Um,
3: nope.
5: Real wonderful stuff.
3: Yeah. Yeah, poor Linda. Yeah. yeah, we miss Linda. We do miss Linda. We'll never yeah. get Linda back. Linda was our
5: favorite. Yeah, Linda was great. We, <laughs> Yeah. We rebooted season one, like we basically made it into like a Netflix drama, yeah. Instead, but we gave Linda like an actual plot line, Ooh. and like she stuck around.
4: <laughs> Linda was basically Eric's like, like arc. Oh, I
2: love one. that. Yeah, oh, well, that Linda sounds great.
4: Um, I I am leaning. The thing about Eric that Aries, at least on this list you gave me. That thing that I can't reconcile is I'm complicated because I think Eric is very complicated.
2: <laughs> mm, yeah, mm, that's there's fair. a lot he's more going not, on. He's not as like blunt and just like he is. He's kind of simple sometimes, but not not exactly. I agree. We can we can go with Leo. I'm fine with it. Even she though doesn't want
3: to adopt him as her
2: own. I don't. I don't want to <laughs> adopt him onto my side of the Leo verse. Yeah, that's fine. He can be. Mm-hmm. He can well, be it's memorable. my moon sign, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um. Yeah. Next up, we have a a season two. Uh, one of our favorites from season two, Mr. Turner, mm-hmm. another Zaddy mm-hmm. joining the group. Love well, Mr. Turner. Mm-hmm. So Mr. Turner,
3: he's so interesting because he is definitely the type of person that like brings people in. Um, mm-hmm. he's very supportive, but also he has like a little bit of like his edge to him too, mm-hmm. and he's very Doesn't- funny. Mm-hmm. He's very funny.
4: Mm-hmm. Have you guys done the episode where you meet his childhood girlfriend? That's Not in season yet. three. Oh, was that in season three? Mm-hmm. It's all blending together.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm
3: sure. It's yeah, totally no fair. We're still in like Mrs. Tompkins territory or Miss yes, Tompkins territory. Ah uh,
5: yes. Yeah. Because that's when Cat. that's when Sean's living with him. Yeah, yeah. That's true. True. Yeah. He's li-
4: yeah, that's yeah. true. So no, you guys aren't there yet. Um but there's a bit of rebe- rebelliousness in mm-hmm. Turner. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, the, the whole biker motif kind of says that. Mm-hmm. Um, right now I'm leaning towards a water sign. Or not, not a water sign, an air sign.
3: Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um... We actually like our two that we wrote down as potentials are both air signs. So mm-hmm. once again, you're rocking
2: it.
4: Oh nice.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um Especially when you think of the duality of like a biker guy but also being very just like supportive and warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. yeah. I think we were kind of leaning in the Gemini area, but we could also see Libra because Libras are very gracious um and very mm-hmm. diplomatic.
4: Yeah, I can definitely I could definitely go Gemini. Um kind of that like you said that dual nature, mm-hmm. um that kind of like what you come off as. Um, like you said, we've just did an episode where, like, you learn he was rich,
5: but, like...
3: Oh, rich, rich.
5: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. He, Connecticut money. <gasps> Connecticut. Oh,
3: oh yeah, that type yeah. of money.
5: That means more to you guys living over <laughs> in New York than it does yeah. to us in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. For like, okay.
2: Yeah, Connecticut money is rich, rich. Yeah. 100%.
5: <laughs> yeah. He, he, he was this rich kid from Connecticut who, uh-huh. like, gave it all up to teach... Yeah. Um, we connected it all into Gilmore Girls, where Turner and Lorelai oh. actually knew each other. And-
2: oh, that's oh. fun. I love that. I love that. It's true. Are you- I want
4: Turner and Lorelai to have dated.
2: Jess, did you ever watch Gilmore Girls? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Really? All of it.
3: Mm-hmm. I've never watched it. You sh- oh, you should watch it. <sighs> no, I'm going to have too. to put it on 0.5 speed because they talk too fast.
2: They are fast talkers. My theory is if
3: I put it on 0.75 speed, then they'll talk at a normal pace. Probably.
4: I will say this about Gilmore Girls. The script is like a rhythm. And if you can get into the rhythm and like think to yourself, almost like it's poetry or like they're singing. It's a lot more. It's a lot easier to understand. And it actually flows really well. Mm-hmm. I, I totally know. agree with that. It's so good. I'll
3: consider. I'll consider. You would
2: like it, Sarah, because it's very like it's 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 teen drama, but like a bit more sophisticated if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so like we like Dawson's Mm -hmm. Creek it is not like the like dumpster fire that is Dawson's Creek a lot of the time (laughs) um it's a bit more like heady it's a bit more like sophisticated and intelligent I think um but it's really good and there's always like oh I'm a team Jess or team Dean or like team Logan like that type of thing um Jess oh same hardcore anybody who's not as crazy if you're team Logan, it, it, especially it, it, like leave everybody leave, get out of here. It's not okay. I,
4: I say I am first. Uh, first ten episodes of the show, team Dean.
2: Oh, after the first ten episodes yes. of the show, you can't. You be. can't. No, you can't. Um, see Sarah, now you need to watch it so you know what the hell is going on right now. Okay, <laughs> boy, don't you just
5: feel out of the loop?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, I was just living my world of not knowing. Take Um, our
5: emotions of loving Gilmore Girls. (laughs) Yeah,
3: yeah, more like getting depressed that I can't uh, fit in and comprehend what's going Uh, on.
2: uh, Um, I didn't
5: mean it that way. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh,
2: Um. Yes, moving on to a season one favorite of ours that is not in any future seasons, unfortunately for everybody, is Minkus.
5: Mm -hmm. Minkus. Is it, is it Minkus?
2: Minkus.
3: <laughs> Minkus. <gasps> I Minkus. miss. I I miss Minkus. I take I back too. every every single bad thing I said about Minkus. I take it all back.
2: Yeah, Sarah got really annoyed when he would step in between Corey and Pinkus I. Don't desk. I did not like that. Like, not like the that. fact that he would always be all up in Corey's
3: grill. I'm like, step back. I don't like yeah. it. You know, mm-hmm. three feet apart says
2: the CDC. Yeah. Like, please. They really did you. a disservice by getting rid of him because he's such a good character.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think
4: the, the big tragedy of Minkus... Oh, sorry. <laughs> our, uh, our thing paused for a second and you guys were still talking and I didn't realize. <laughs> um, Anyway, I think the big tragedy of Minkus, for me, personally, is that they replaced him with such inferior, less developed nerds.
3: Yep. yep. We call <laughs> them One of the Mini Minkuses. Percent. Yeah, Mini Minkuses is what we named them. We don't them. like them. Yeah. Alvin, Simon, and, like, Theodore. Ubaldo. Ibaldo, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: It should have been Theodore.
2: Yeah. Been.
4: They're like, their whole thing at the party of like, Oh, we're friends with each other, and that's what makes us all cool. Uh-huh. It's, it's a nice moment, but yeah, I mean, that's,
5: that's good, yes. But,
4: but there's just
2: not much there. Like, there's no substance. No. There's no rounding out that character at all. I feel like they could have rounded out Minkus in a really great way in season two, right? Like, get him a, you know, get him a romance or get him like a family or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. show more. Mm-hmm. We always love to speculate on Mr. and Mrs. Minkus. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I think, I don't I know. For that. me personally, I feel like nothing describes Know It All more <laughs> than Minkus. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh-huh. he is. Yeah,
5: he's right there on Mr. Feeney.
2: Yeah, he is a miniature Mr. Feeney in a lot of ways.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Maybe with a different moon sign, though. Maybe a more like wanting to be accepted moon mm-hmm. sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I could see that. That's, I also that's... think he's. Fairly outgoing, right? He wants the credit when he gets yeah. things done correctly.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I is, yeah. That a, is that a Leo? Definitely. It would be like, like a probably Virgo a Capricorn. Capricorn with some Leo like in his chart somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Mm,
5: okay. Just a, a dash of Leo for a little mm-hmm. splash. Something interesting. You
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And those were so those were kind of like the base characters that we had that we wanted to sort. I feel like we came to great conclusions on all of these characters. <laughs> like I agree. We know them in and out now. Um, yeah. We can touch. Like, I, w-
4: I would say these are the canon conclusions, and anyone mm-hmm. else who says anything different, exactly,
2: ignore whatever the writers said their birthdays were. <laughs> Our choices are better. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> and we can get into a little bit of like character compatibility if we want to before we kind of go to the like two main couples that we do have currently. Um, I will say that there's like this uh, theory. There's um, like mud. Which would be water and earth that says that, like, oh, they are very compatible. Water signs are very compatible with earth signs. And then I don't know exactly what fire and, and air are. It's just like a really it's big like fire. Gas. A
5: fire yeah. tornado. Yeah,
2: really big <laughs> fire tornado. Fire tornado. Uh, that they're said to also be very compatible. So that mm-hmm. would be fire signs and air signs are compatible, mm-hmm. and earth and water. Now, that's obviously just like a theory, um, but that's something that people do say a lot. Um, And it's because, like, for example,
3: like with water and earth, it's like you need like a a Pisces or water sign needs like the practicality of an earth sign to bring them back down. Like if we Mm -hmm. were with like if a Pisces or like a water sign was with um, an air sign, then like we would all be like up in the clouds. Like it just like doesn't work that well in that sense. And then fire and water like.
2: It's like you know Clash (laughs) It's a clash So that's like Kind of like the concept Yeah I feel like if I dated A water sign I would just constantly Hurt their feelings Um, Whereas like my husband is an air sign, which makes sense because I make the decisions a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. He's a bit more indecisive, yeah. but he's also a lot more like emotionally available than I am. So it kind of just like balances yeah. things. Out. I
3: would say that you've never hurt my feelings, Jessica. And very our, talented like
2: that. And like that. an
3: eight, I don't know how long we've been podcasting together. Less than yeah, a year. My best. But you've, you've never hurt my feelings. I
2: feel like I'm a very self aware Leo, which maybe they're not always that self aware. <laughs> so, but I'm using tell. it the
5: right way. Yeah. Then. (laughs) you know you're aware of your shortcomings Uh, and your potential downfalls and you work to yeah Yeah. well that's what i said like
2: again compatibility it's just it's just that like it's just a theory and it doesn't mean that couples can't work through whatever their issues are right like people Mm -hmm. say oh virgos and aries shouldn't be together because virgos are like the epitome of organization and aries are the epitome of chaotic mess but you, that doesn't mean they can't be together. It just means that, like, a Virgo might get frustrated that the Aries left the kitchen a mess, you know? Mm-hmm. Um,
4: uh, I am proud to announce, I just looked it up, my girlfriend is a Taurus. So, water and earth. And-
2: there did we it. go. You We've did done it. it. perfect. <laughs> We've done
5: it. I'm sure my wife has some sort of fire sign in there somewhere. Because she's, like, we're both Libras, but she is more decisive and, like.
2: Yes. It's usually the the one with the plan. Um, We did mention too, like, what we can, afterwards, we can actually look at your Venus signs and tell you what those are. Those to me are the most important thing when you're talking about romantic compatibility is your signs in Venus, because that is all about love and relationships. Um, So compatibility there is very important as well. Um, But we have Corey and Topanga. So we had decided that Corey was somewhere between like a Leo and a Libra. So fire and air. Uh, and we decided Topanga's is a bit more harder to pin down. We thought that she was more Aquarius in the beginning, which is air. And maybe she evolves into something of a, maybe a Sagittarius, maybe a Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, we also
3: talked about Pisces. So,
2: you know, yes, I, I, I'm good at putting,
4: because we're doing season two and she's definitely an Aquarius. Like,
2: So that would be air. So how do we feel about the, the if we do say Aquarius in Leo, that would be a fire air combo yeah that's hot that's a uh... a
5: fire tornado <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love this. I'm always gonna use fire tornado from now
3: on like, that's that's yeah I fun. always said it's I always fun. said hot air, but no fire tornado is definitely better. fire tornado is better, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
2: but I think that makes sense then when you're talking compatibility. I feel like if we decided Corey's a leo and topanga is Aquarius, I mean that's a perfect relationship right there
1: mhm that's something I want you to know
4: that. I want you to know that I had this internal debate in my head when you said the two main couples that we know about because I was going through other couples in season two. Corey and, I, and Sean? <laughs> I, well, actually, I thought Turner and Feeney. And oh, I was like, God. oh, Amy and Alan. Amy and Alan are the other couple, yeah. Oh, Amy and Alan, duh.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking, speaking of Amy and Alan, um, we had said we thought that Alan was more of a Taurus, right? And mm-hmm. we had thought that Amy was more of a Cancer, which actually is mud, water, and Earth. So they actually very compatible. So that works. There I actually we go. do think a Taurus and a Cancer make a very good couple when you think about it. Because a Taurus is like just they both like to be homebodies. So yep. they're just like super cozy, comfy at home, you mm-hmm. know?
3: Or yeah, like, and but
2: like, then it's like if they want to go out, then they're not going to be
3: out like all night raging. Like an Aries would want to be like out clubbing all night long. yes Um. So like, they like do their due. They go to La Bugia and then they come home and <laughs> yes. then spend like mm-hmm. six hours massaging each other. Makes sense. Asleep. While
2: they fell asleep right on their date night, they're just like exhausted. Yeah. It's yeah. perfect. Makes sense. Mashes. And she like
5: rounds him out. Yes. Yeah, like re- reins him in when he's ready to like. Yes, Kind of be go ballistic a little bit.
2: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, So those are kind of just like the two main couples that we have currently. Like you said, later on, things get interesting. Like even with like Corey and Sean, we have a fire sign and a water fire combo. But I think it makes sense. Like there, I think that uh, like friendship relationships, their compatibility is a little bit different, obviously, than like a romantic entanglement. Usually you're not living together. So like that's why like Sarah and I's friendship works because I'm a fire sign. She's a water sign. But she also has a bit of the Aries moon in there. It's a little bit more fiery um, and we don't live together. <laughs> so, <laughs> there's that, that makes
5: all the difference. Yes.
2: yes yeah. <laughs> um, And then we can. So we kind of talked a little bit about, you know, if you if you want to pull up your chart Obviously, we talked about the big three: sun, moon, and rising. But there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. There's houses we didn't houses, even get into. Aspects, yes. There's the some people are cusp believers and some people are non-cusp I'm, believers. Yeah, there's no am I in my,
3: like Jess is a cusp believer. I disagree with cusps, but yes. that's like a whole other thing. That's yes. like a part oh, two, wow. digging deeper. Yes. But um, so in the recording channel, I have like both of your charts. Um, and like some sort of a rundown So, you know, we have our sun, our moon We talked about that Mercury, which is like communication Venus is love Mars is how like you argue Yeah, your aggressive behavior essentially Yep, yep. so uh, there's like a bunch of good stuff That's like, you know, there's so much into this And like, you know, we can't it, this could be like a nine hour podcast breaking through yeah. it all. Um, but <laughs> yes. I think that this is enough for you guys to chew on for today. But definitely, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you guys look at your charts, you have any questions, you can ask us. Um, and if anybody wants to know their chart, how to find their chart, like I said. All you need is all you need. Sometimes it's a big ask because some people don't have their birth certificate. (laughs) But um, you need your date of birth, your place of birth, and your time if you want the rising, which I I think it's an important part of it. But um, if you don't have it, it's not like a deal breaker. And some good websites that you can use that calculates it is astro.com or Mm cafeastrology.com. Astrology. And yep, Astrology. Okay. yeah, and
2: you and wanna, then if you like the the CoStar app, also is like yes. kind of it's very aesthetically like um, aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, very um, user
3: friendly.
5: It's important to me. Yes, yes. more than anything. Yeah, it's like, co- does this look
1: nice?
3: <laughs> yeah, CoStar app is very easy to use. If you want something that's a little bit more in depth, um I use time passages, which gets into aspects, which is like kind of. um how each placement relates to each other and then in turn dictates like deeper levels of your personality um right. okay. so and then if you are a person that likes books um there is a book um by Joanna Martine Wolf Wolfolk 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 Called The Only Astrology Book You'll Ever Need And it is a big clunker of a book that breaks down all of this Plus houses, plus aspects, um, plus
2: compatibility There's a whole thing in there for compatibility It really is, it truly is like a really good resource So we can put all the links to those in the show notes as well If anybody's interested in any of that um, do you guys have any final questions for us? I know there was like a lot to a chew lot on. A lot of information. A lot yeah. of information. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, it was, yeah, it was fun. Uh, it was fun. We're glad you guys invited us on. <laughs> I don't think I have any questions just because I'm like.
3: Yeah, you're just like dazed yeah, and a- confused now. You're I knew like, it <laughs> what happened? Once what just again. Happened? We are not witches. Um, If you don't believe in this, I totally get it. But Mm -hmm. um, I think that there's so many different aspects to this that um, that you can go down the rabbit hole. One of my best experiences I ever had was I was 29 years old. I was honestly like nearing a a breakdown because I was about to turn 30. And I decided to go to an astrologer in Manhattan. And I always say how it was literally one of the best Experiences I've ever had Um Because It's kind of like It was almost like a therapy session It validated so much Stuff so for Example um it talked A lot about my family And then dealing with like You know why So like Why in an astrological Sense like my relationship with my mother Is the way it is or Having um, you know a sister that um, has special needs and like the in an astrological ex- uh, sense, like explaining like my placement in our household, and it was very therapeutic. And my astrologer actually said like you know. Therapy and astrology go together beautifully like just because one is science and one is spiritual doesn't mean that they can't live in a harmonious place together like it's a good way to supplement because astrology brings up or points out like issues within your life or like hardships and then you can use that in therapy to like dig in deeper. So Mm -hmm. um, it's it's. It's definitely it's a great tool to get a better understanding of your life And like I said before for those people that um would typically use a formal religion I think that it's an interesting way to like you know help guide your life in that sense So um I I I had a great experience um and it, it definitely stuck with me. And it helped me with my Saturn Returns. So if anybody... Saturn Returns are a real bitch. <laughs> it's a real bitch. Uh, and we can get oh, into that um, on a different day. A different day. A different podcast. I
5: do know that one. Because of it? Parks and Recreation.
3: Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. What episode is that? do explain it to me. I,
5: I can fill them in.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's basically why everybody has a mental breakdown when they're about to turn 30. That's, oh, can't wait for that. That's coming up. Well, for me. Jess, Nicole. you've what? already had it. We've already talked about it. Oh, I did already it's, have my mental breakdown. It's on. between We're fine. It, it's between the twenty
2: uh, <laughs> ages of twenty eight and twenty nine. Um, oh, I already had mine last year because of COVID. So we're good now. I could just <laughs> bypass it this year.
5: <laughs> Everybody had a Saturn's return exactly. last
2: yeah. Year. Yeah, <laughs> year. Yeah, essentially. Everyone, <laughs> essentially. At least essentially. once. I can't he- yeah. I can deal with another one. Okay, guys. People. I've already had my one. <laughs> I don't need another one. Yeah. Um, um, yes. Thank you guys so much for coming on. We Honestly, I think one of you guys were like, oh, what do you think about this for an idea? Because you guys talk astrology. And I was like, I love that idea
1: because it's so
2: much fun talking astrology and obviously I felt like talking about it through Boy Meets World with the characters is such a really fun Mm -hmm. way to learn Mm -hmm. about it because you guys know these characters so applying the signs to them just made all the sense in the world Um, what do you guys Mm -hmm. have going on on Boy Meets World Fever where are you guys at in in the show what are you guys talking about
5: yeah, so we just wrapped up season three, mm-hmm. and so we're kind of going into our in between time. I mean, it's still going to be a couple weeks before we're done, like released all of season three's episodes. Mm-hmm. But then we'll have our tournament, like every at the end of every mm-hmm. season, we do a tournament where we take March the sixteen Madness best style. episodes and kind of talk through a bracket. So mm-hmm. We're going to have some friends on, That's hopefully funny. from Meets World. Yeah, yes, we're World. Oh, uh, with us. So Siege and TC, they're two really cool guys, uh-huh. um, and then. I think we're gonna maybe try to imagine a reboot of seasons two and three because we didn't do one for season two. We made a, like a tabletop role playing game. Yeah, for that season. So we played two. for season mm-hmm. two's kind of in between episodes. So we're gonna, I think, reboot seasons two and three uh, and imagine them as like a Netflix drama. That's like fun. That's
2: season. so much fun. I love that. Yeah. Uh, and where yeah, can they? We, uh... Uh, where can everybody find you guys on social media? If they want to listen.
5: Yeah, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram at BG World Fever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on both of those lovely websites now. We're terrible at social media, but
4: <laughs> no, we no, try. no, no,
3: no, no. You're like rocking it. Like you're you're posting <laughs> like every day, and it's like it's, it's it's like the the little like um. I always look forward to it because it's like always the little screenshots. Yes. So, yeah. So you mm-hmm. guys are rocking it. Hmm.
5: I try. We're doing great.
4: <laughs> Yeah, so I'm me on Twitter. I'm not doing great.
3: Social (laughs) media is the real struggle, to be honest with you. Speaking (laughs) about social media, you can find us at Shit90sPod at uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can always email us feedback at Shit90sPod um, at gmail.com. We, you know, we have our weekly Boy Meets World. We're now doing Mm -hmm. two episodes Per uh, episode, because we want to get
2: into season four fun, you know? Yeah. You know, we don't want to... These, like, fluffy episodes are very easy to talk about two at a time, so why not do it? Um, Yeah, we did
4: two at a time up until season three, and then we...
5: We went down to one.
4: Yeah. We went down to one.
2: That's what we said. We said for the important ones, we'll slow down. We'll do the. We'll give the one episode it's due when the ones warrant it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we're still doing Dawson's Creek. We are in season two. It is a wild and crazy time on Dawson's Creek. So definitely listen to that. Um, and we have more bonus content, obviously, scheduled for next month. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be really fun as well. We have some really exciting guests planned for that, too. So can't wait to get into all of that um thank you again chance and cameron for coming on we really appreciate it we had so yes. much fun yes um send in feedback as always and we will talk to you all next time have a good one Shit shows me.
0: save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app